Welcome to the next episode of the Hondo Handy Podcast, brought to you by Atlantic Physical Therapy. They are here to help you with your recovery while providing you with a safe environment. They keep the care and health care. Located in Maryland in Ocean Pines, West Ocean City, Berlin and Salisbury, and in Delaware in Somerville, Ocean View, Millsboro, and Long. Call 410-208-3630 or find them on the web at AtlanticPTRehab.com. My guest today is Leanne Fonlacher. Hello. Did I pronounce that correctly? Yes, you did. You did a good job. Oh, wow. <laughs> well, Leanne, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm happy to finally get you on here. Yes. Um, uh, Leanne, let me give my listeners a little bit of background on you before we get started. Uh, in 2020, Leanne became an assistant women's lacrosse coach at Division I Gardner-Webb University in North Carolina. Before that, she was an outstanding lacrosse player for Stephen Decatur High School. And in 2013, she became an All-American lacrosse player at Division III Elizabethtown College in Pennsylvania. She was also All-Region and all and First Team All-Conference, as well as MVP in the League Championship Tournament that season. She led all Division III in points per, per game in 2013, and set a new school record of 117.73 goals and 44 assists. She was also named Commonwealth Conference Rookie of the Year in 2012 and second team all-region and all-conference. She set several school records while at Elizabethtown. Uh, she led her team to qualify for the NCAA tournament two consecutive years, despite uh, playing with severe pain in her back during the sophomore season. Following her sophomore season, she decided to transfer to Salisbury and hopefully play under head coach Jim Nestor. Uh, due to circumstances with her father um, and um, uh, injuries uh, on, her, on her behalf, she decided not to play. She was later offered a uh, head coaching position at Worcester Prep in Berlin, Maryland, thus starting her desire to coach. She graduated from Salisbury University. Then you had had a, have had a fantastic college career and achieved so much in just two playing seasons. Congratulations. Thank you so much. Leanne, tell me, uh, my listeners, a little bit about your upbringing, maybe uh, where you grew up, and, and if you uh, played any other sports before high school. Yeah, of course. Um, I'm so I'm from Berlin, Maryland, small town. Um, you know, grew up with a brother. We were, like, pretty much immersed in sports as soon as we were able to walk. Um, my, my dad is super competitive and, you know, both him and mom were athletes when they were growing up. So it was just natural for them to kind of um, push us in that direction. And we fully, you know, embraced it. So um, we grew up in Northside Park pretty much all the time. Um, you can uh, attest to that. But um, oh, yes. I remember spring would come around and the, uh, the summer pamphlets would come out for all the camps. And that was just, you know, the most exciting part because we were just picking out what we were going to be doing each week. <laughs> um, so, I mean, it probably helped my mom and my dad out a little bit for giving, uh, getting us out of the house. But um, we, we didn't think about that. We just, we just loved being there. Um, and that kind of led Ooh. throughout, you know, as I was growing up, sports were always a huge, huge part of my life. Um, I played club lacrosse. I played club soccer. <laughs> I, um, I mean, I played 
basketball through the rec department pretty much. Um, and then I was able to play at most pleasant sacrament, um, which was really great. I remember, um, you know, my dad coaching, Mr. Kim, Kim Hart coaching, Mr. Jeff Wooten coaching all of us. And, um, right. it was really, it was really fun. So, um, in college or in high school, I played soccer, basketball, and lacrosse, um, kind of had to decide what I wanted to really focus on and just really had the most fun playing lacrosse. So decided to play more club um, in that direction and was on CC Lax's club lacrosse team up in Annapolis. Um, so Sarah Wooten and I would drive up two times a week for practice and wow, we would, two times uh, a week? yeah, we would, we would go to our, uh, we would go to our regular practices and then we would end up in Annapolis, um, you know, as much as we could for our club practices. And then every weekend, it seemed like we were in Jersey, Pennsylvania, you know, Baltimore playing in lacrosse tournaments. Um, so wow. it, it was, it was a lot. I think back and I can't even believe that my parents did all that, but I, um, I'm super grateful. And it definitely, um, you know, kind of led me to where, where I ended up at E-Town and, and definitely now. Um, but sports were always such a huge part of my life. Well, you had an outstanding career at Stephen Decatur High School where you were named the uh, – well, you were a three-time All-Bayside Conference first-team selection. <laughs> yeah. uh, you led the team to the Bayside Conference Championship during the sophomore and junior seasons. Uh, your team also won the regional championships in 2010 and 2011. You received 11 varsity letters in high school. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I was really lucky. I mean, I, I was always kind of put in a position where I um, was able to take advantage of, of opportunities to, um, you know, play at a higher level. And I, you know, I, I was always excited about it. It wasn't something that I, you know, was necessarily fearful of. But, um, you know, I just always was like, what can take me to the next level? So um, I got really, really lucky to be able to play for those teams and um, be able to play at a high level for so long. Yeah, well, uh, you mentioned you played in basketball and soccer. And then, uh, you know, you were first-team all-conference in soccer also. And in 2010, you were chosen the Bayside Conference Player of the Year. <laughs> um, you, you know, just have been outstanding on the court and, and, uh, and on the athletic field, such a fantastic high school career. Yeah. Um, so, but while in high school, you are also involved in the student government, uh, serving as the vice president. Uh, president what were some of your duties yeah so sga student government association um you know it was you know it they gave us as much control as i guess you would want to give um you know right. a bunch of teenagers but we really just advocated for the students um you know for what we wanted as far as like homecoming activities go um you know prom activities right. um we led fundraisers for you know blood drives um candy sales that kind of thing to raise money for for those activities and for different organizations outside of our school um so it was a great op you know great experience um we we probably could have <laughs> done more, but I, uh, but I really enjoyed, you know, what we, what we had, it was a lot of athletes. So, you know, we had a lot of outside commitments as well. Well, that was very important, especially at time of the time of the year. Um, you also um, were involved with the uh, junior lifesavers and uh, collegiate athletic advisory board. And uh, you were on the national honor society. Um, all these uh, organizations uh, were fantastic for you to be involved with. 
But tell me a little bit about the Collegiate Athletic Advisory Board. Yeah, that one's really cool. I And I'm not sure how many places offer it. I've, like, mentioned it to other people, and they didn't really know what I was even talking about. But it's the Collegiate Athletic Board um, for students. Um, and basically, we would meet and we would talk about um, – different opportunities that we potentially had moving forward as student athletes, um, just like, you know, college wise, obviously, and then moving forward from that too, um, just to know kind of what we would be getting into. Uh, we were able to go on trips. We went to um, College Park, which was really cool. We went to yes. Salisbury, obviously, um, you know, go goals. Um, but I, yes. <laughs> I, yes, 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 yes. <laughs> I, um, you know, it was really, really cool because it was, you know, obviously a bunch of other athletes. Um, we were all in the same, same year. We were all, um, we all knew each other, obviously, and we were all friends. So it gave us a lot of opportunity to get to know each other a lot better and, um, you know, kind of like work together on what we wanted to do future wise that we, you know, it's, it's kind of hard to do things when you're by yourself and kind of figuring out right. um, the next steps. You know, it's really nice to have a lot of other people that are in the same you know, position as you and, and figuring that out all together. So it was a great opportunity and, and really, you know, it was, it was really interesting. That was very interesting. Um, so after high school, you decided to attend college. Tell me about your journey to Elizabethtown College. Uh, was that your first choice or were you considering other schools? Yeah, I mean, I had no idea Elizabethtown existed before I was looking at schools for lacrosse. Um, I was looking at a, a bunch of different Division One schools, to be honest. Um, you know, at first, uh -huh. I really, that was the whole, you know, goal kind of going through everything was Division One, Division One, Division One, right, um, right. And that's, and that was great. And I think that's, you know, whoever gets to that point, it's, it's, it's a major accomplishment. For me, I think my my gears kind of shifted as I was looking at those schools. I was going to colleges and I was kind of um, seeing the campuses. I was seeing the different uh, or meeting the different coaches and the different players. And I really didn't feel like I found my home anywhere necessarily. So right. um, then I, I'm actually friends with uh, Lindsay Miller and Madeline Schneider who played lacrosse at Decatur as well. Um, and then they also played at Elizabethtown college. And they oh. were about to, they had just committed and they were going to be going there the next year and kind of were giving me some information about their program and, and the school there. So I did a little more research on my own, uh, my own end. And I met coach Faith, um, Mike Faith, who, um, you know, was really the reason why I think I, I chose Elizabethtown. Um, when I went there, I just really felt at home. I felt like I had incredible opportunity for me to be on the field, um, you know, quicker than probably anywhere else. Um, right, and that, right. that for me was the, the, I wanted to play, you know, I didn't, right. I, didn't care. I didn't care, um, you know, necessarily where it was, but I wanted to play. I wanted to make an impact as early as possible because that's just, you know, I didn't want to take a year off sitting on the bench, you know, watching, watching the game, um, right. which like, I think that that's also a great um, experience as well, you know, being able to like, you know, obviously be on Maryland's and be a freshman on the sideline and watching, um, you know, players play and, and then you kind of move up in the ranks as you go. But I just, you know, I wanted right. that immediate impact for myself. Um, and Coach Faith, he, I mean, he told me that, um, you know, if I went there, he was going to really um, invest in my future and make me the player that I wanted to be. And 
I, I believed that. Um, so I ended up at E-Town and I, I never looked back. I, you know, had to leave E-Town for extenuated circumstances that, you know, really had nothing to do with Elizabethtown College. Um, but I, I had the best two years possible there <laughs> in, my, in my eyes. Now, what was your major while you were there? Um, so I was a psychology major with a minor in biology. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, so, so can you sum up your first year at Elizabethtown College on the playing field? Yeah, um, it was probably, it was a lot of what I expected and a lot of, you know, higher, higher than my expectations could have even expect, you know, dreamed. I was, I was starting in a lot of the games. I was getting a lot of, um, a lot of time. I was making an impact. Like I was saying, you know, that's really what I wanted to do. And I felt like the team that we had was so close and just so um, well kind of niche that we were super successful. So it just, it was a very fun couple, um, you know, it was very fun first season. I being named like rookie of the year obviously was such an incredible honor. Um, That's, that would never have happened if I wasn't, um, you know, surrounded by the team that I was with. So that was just like, that was the best experience that I think I could have asked for, for my first, first year. Um, yeah. Oh, good. Did you mention that, that what, there were a couple other Decatur players on your team? Yeah. So um, Lindsay Miller was a defender with us and Madeline Shader was an attacker right by my side. Um, and both of them graduated um, Decatur in 2010. Wow. Mm-hmm. Well, that, that, that had to be good for you. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was fun. It was, it was cool because one of the other reasons why I chose Elizabethtown was because it was within driving distance for my parents to be able to come to as many games as possible. Um, right. You know, growing up, my parents missed, <laughs> I, I can't even count, I think on one hand, how many like games that neither, at least one of my parents weren't at, like at least one of my parents were pretty much at every single one of my games for, wow. for anything. Um, you know, which it was, I mean, that's something that not many people I think can say and and something I'm super grateful for. Um, but, and my dad, um, although he was, um, you know, dealing with his injury and his accident, my freshman year, him and Mr. Schneider would drive up, would drive up together and they, um, were pretty much at every single game. And it was just, um, it was a great experience. It was cool to be able to have that kind of hometown um, cheering section <laughs> for us. Right, right. Yeah. yeah, so very important for you. Well, you started 17 of the 19 games you played in and became the go-to scoring threat for E-Town Attack. Yeah. They call it E-Town there, I guess. Yes. Uh, you registered 52 goals, and that was the seventh most in a single season in program history. <laughs> you scored your first goal against Dickerson. Uh, what was that feeling like? It was relieving, <laughs> I will say. <laughs> um, I am high stress uh, person. I feel like that kind of is why I'm successful because, you know, I really expect a lot. And so, um, you know, working as hard as I can and, you know, stressing about little things to make sure it's perfect. But um, I was super nervous about that game. We we played some fall ball, which kind of gave my, my nerves a little bit of a relief, but that, right. that first game, you know, pulling, I, I remember the just warming up, you know, those jitters. You're just like, oh, my gosh, do I even belong on this field? Like, he told me I was going to start. I have no idea what, like, what? <laughs> like, um, so, and then the first shot that I had hit the post. 
So I I had to come mm. back from that, which was, I mean, <laughs> it was it, it was just, you know, one of those feelings where you're just like, okay, like I, I pulled the Band-Aid off. That's my first goal. Like, let's continue. And I think I like, I had to look back. I think I had five goals that game. And um, I just, I just don't even know why I was so nervous, but it was, it was, <laughs> it was fun. I, I mean, that's all I can say. Like my playing lacrosse for me is just the most fun, <laughs> most fun thing. Uh, I'll tell you what, uh, you had a great career. Um, in your freshman year, you scored at least two goals in 15 of the 19 games you played in. Um, you also were named All-Metro Region second team, All-Conference second team, and as you mentioned, uh, Rookie of the Year. Then you had to start your sophomore season. And for some reason, um, uh, I guess you uh, you missed the first three games of the season? Yeah, <clears throat> I suffered a, a wrist injury, which is so weird because it just had – it was just out of nowhere. Um, you know, I just, it, it, I fell and fell the wrong way and landed on my wrist, uh, you know, weird. And it just, it, I, I broke my hand. Like I have no idea. It, oh it, no, you broke your happened, hand. But yeah, it was, which is like, it's so weird too, to even think about that because I was playing pretty much throughout the whole season with a broken hand as well. Um, wow. but it was, it was minor. It wasn't that big of a deal, but when you're, Playing wow. lacrosse with a lacrosse stick and dealing with checks and things like that. When you look back, you're like, "Oh, I don't know how I did that." But that's right. <laughs> but I, I yeah. just put a glove on, wrapped it up, and and we were fine. But yeah, the first three games, unfortunately, I had a miss, which were was probably like one of the most painful things I had to I had to go through. Wow. Well, you had a bounce back um, uh, season because after you doing your first game back, you scored six goals and had four assists uh, against Catholic and had the game-winning goal in overtime. Uh, so they probably missed you uh, when you were on the field. Yeah, that was uh, like my redemption game. Well, and you also, as a sophomore, you were the team leader with 73 goals and 44 assists. And on the man-up goals, you, were, you scored five and shots on and goal, you had 128. You led all Division Three uh, in points per game, as I mentioned before, at 7.31. Uh, you were first team All-Commonwealth Conference, All-Metro first team, third team All-American, and you are the top – you're in the top ten of several offensive categories for the for the school in just two seasons, including third uh, in um, position goals of 23, seventh in points at a 189, and – and assists at 64. You're tied for seventh uh, with uh, uh, with you're tied for seventh, and you had eight goals um, uh, with eight goals and 125, and uh, you're tied for ninth in shots at 233. <laughs> uh, you scored one goal and at least uh, three points in every single game you played, and that's amazing. It's it's crazy. I don't. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, don't, I, I mean it. It's, it's, it's incredible to like hear all those stats, but again, like, you know, those wouldn't be possible without the people that were around me. And, and we had such a great connection just as far as the team goes that, you know, again, those, those just speak so highly of, of my teammates. I'm just, it's, it's awesome.
injuries and other things that you decided not to play? Sorry, I think I lost you for a second. What was that question? Um, uh, as, after your sophomore season, you decided to uh, transfer to Salisbury University. <laughs> yes. And you yeah. uh, Go ahead. Yes, I wanted to play, um, like, I mean, I've coached for Jim Nestor. I've, you know, played, uh, played, um, you know, for him in camps and things like that. So playing for Jim Nestor was something I really was excited about. Right. Um, but then going into the summer, I, well, I was playing throughout my sophomore year, basically with like the worst back pain I've ever, I can imagine. Wow. Um, but they were kept telling me that it was just a back, like pulled muscle um, in my back. And mm. finally in the summer, I found out that it was two herniated discs, oh. which the kind of the prognosis on that was, you know, if you continue to play, if you continue to, you know, have this impact on your back, you're going to be in a pretty bad shape, you know, very quickly. So I just kind of took that as a sign. I need to take a step back. Um, right. You know, in addition to that, my family with my dad going through everything he was, um, he was going through, it was, it was really just better for me to be able to be there for them. Um, I was able to work. I ended up getting offered the job at Worcester prep to coach lacrosse, which was, um, you know, perfect. Uh, I wanted, uh, you know, lacrosse in some form of fashion in my life. So that was the perfect, um, you know, replacement basically. Um, and it, it, it just, it worked out very well. I think I, I truly believe everything happens for a reason. So I, I, I think that that was, that was part of my journey. So, so the first year you took the, uh, coaching position you were with the JV team? Yeah, head coach of the JV team. That that team will always always hold a very special place in my heart. <laughs> <laughs> and then you moved on to the varsity team. Yes. Um, and it uh, looks like you won, is it called the Easy Act Championships two years in a row? Yes, yes. We, wow. uh, yeah, we did really well. It was awesome. And you did all this while you were going to college and had another uh, job. Yeah, yeah. Multitasking at its at its finest. <laughs> wow. Um, now you know because you know I worked at the Ocean City Recreation Department. Um, tell me about your experience coaching at the Ocean City Rec in the, at Northside Park when you were younger. Yeah, because I was gonna say like even you know Worcester Prep coaching there was certainly something that reminded me how much I loved coaching. I had kind of um, gotten out of it for a minute, but I had started coaching back when I was in middle school, high school, wow. um, you know, with the little, little tykes. Right. And um, cause I remember, especially my freshman year, cause we had to get the mandatory volunteer hours. Right. And I was Same like, oh, <laughs> I'll just do it in Northside park. Like, why not? That's easy. And um, I did the, they were like five years old lacrosse little girls. And it was just <laughs> the, cutest thing they're they're you know they don't you, you're not really there to teach them like real lacrosse you're just right, there to right. ha let them have fun with the six and everything like that but it was just so fun and then um I played you know basketball under Amy Fenzler Murgott um and she was super involved at Northside Park so um she was coaching basketball camps I was over there coaching under her Right. Um, you know, I remember. I, I, remember. <laughs> I, uh, I got I got as much, um, you know, experience there as I could. I I feel like I, I grew up there pretty much. I, you did. <laughs> <laughs> um, before we go too much further away from uh, high school, um, I'm not sure if you knew that uh, Governor Hogan uh, signed a citation uh, 
making March 2020 Good Sportsmanship Month in Maryland, which would have been perfect for uh, March Madness, but you know the coronavirus took over. Right. Uh, but what is your what was your philosophy uh, on good sportsmanship while you're at Worcester Prep? And, and I don't know if you want to mention anything about uh, college or not. Yeah, I mean, I think so. Like my basis of of sportsmanship, I always had the I think the best coaches for like the most well-rounded players. Like I was always taught, you know, you have to be good at winning, but you also have to be good at losing. And I feel like I carry that over pretty well with how I coach and how I kind of um, try to be a role model for, for my players. Um, And we were lucky, obviously at Worcester, we were pretty competitive. So we didn't have like, you know, we were undefeated my um, with my JV team. Um, Wow. Know but, that. but that's not that's not typical so it's like you know you do have to bring these kids like down to earth sometimes just you know it's this isn't like like that's why you go you know across the bridge or you know go other places to like play more competitive um right. you know, teams so that you can get that experience and 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 I think that it's it's good to to have both of those um you know experiences again because it's it does teach you kind of how to um really navigate failures in real life right because not everything's always going to go your way um right and you always have to be able to you know deal with it without making a scene or like causing confrontation or you know anything like that you have to be able to to be able to handle it so I think that you know sports for me that's always kind of what I was taught growing up and that's kind of how I try to like relay that sportsmanship to my team you know we're not always going to be winners we're always going to try our hardest we're always going to you know leave the field being proud of like how we how we played and how we conducted ourselves and you know just to be a good person really excellent response um, now, while you were at Salisbury, you suffered an ACL tear. What happened there? <laughs> so oh. funny, funny <laughs> enough. I mean, I, I've been playing sports my whole life. And I think that everyone that knows me knows that I'm not the most graceful, which is really ironic because <laughs> I am pretty athletic. But um, I, <laughs> I, was playing, I was playing ultimate Frisbee for, for, oh. to just keep in, to keep in shape. Really, which is, this is so embarrassing, but I'm being honest. <laughs> I'm being honest, but I, yeah. So I was, I, my friend at Salisbury was the captain of the club ultimate Frisbee team. Um, shout out to, to, to Riz. Um, but she, but she was like, come, like, come to our practice. Like, it's really fun. You'll like, you'll be able to like, you know, get a good workout in um, and you don't have to like take it very seriously. And I was like, cool. Like I have a, a day off, like I'll come and do that. And I went up to like grab the, a, a toss and it was a great catch. I will tell you that, but I came <laughs> down and I landed wrong and, and, uh. and out went my ACL. But um, that was, that was, that was tough. That was, that happened in October and I had to get surgery right before the, um, the, the spring season for lacrosse yeah. um, at Worcester. And that was, that was a tough experience, but but you know, you have to kind of just work with what you got. And I was I was on crutches out in the field and uh. <laughs> just you know dealing with it as best as I could. Wow. Um, but yeah, it was it was tough. So um, you you end up uh, I guess you, you after graduation um, uh, you 
decided to take a, um, a mortgage position in Columbia, Maryland? Yeah, yeah. So I basically, I, I did one more year. Um, after I graduated, I did one more year at Worcester. At Worcester Prep, okay. Yeah, I stayed around. I was um, not really with anything like solid as far as, I mean, I was working, but I was trying to do as much as I could while also coach. And okay. the coaching schedule for high school is, it's really hard to, you know, have that schedule with a, you know, nine to five job. So right. um, I, when I did find a job that was that schedule, I kind of had to say goodbye to coaching for a little while. I went up to um, Columbia and I worked for a mortgage company that um, specialized in veteran um, VA loans, which was, I mean, it was really great. It was a good experience. Yes. Um, yeah, work with vets. <laughs> I love, I love veterans. They're some of my favorite people. Um, yeah. And being in the business world, I, I mean, I really, I really enjoy sales and marketing and, um, you know, all that comes with that. So, um, it was, it was a great, great experience. Um, but obviously I missed, I missed coaching a lot. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, after a few years, um, you had, uh, another injury, uh, you tore your meniscus. Yeah. So that was, I mean, I think that's kind of like, it was a, it was like, something I've done a long time ago and just something that I turned it wrong and it finally kind of went. Um, So that was super unlucky. Um, And then when they went in to go fix my meniscus, they, they went and saw that my ACL had also retorn and not that I'm bitter, but instead of going and fixing it in there while they were already in there, I had to get another surgery like five five months later. Um, So 2018 was kind of, kind of like a transition year for me it gave me a lot of time to like reflect on what was important like I was spending so much time in therapy I was spending a lot of time like really not engaged with mortgage mortgage sales (laughs) I just realized that that's really not where my passions were my um my dad is involved with um Maryland wheelchair lacrosse he was actually the um person to helped start the first Maryland team um, for wheelchair lacrosse. Um, yes. Now pretty national, which is awesome. Um, but working mm-hmm. with him and going in, and kind of uh, attending the events that he was he was working with and just being more involved in that, I just felt so much happier. I felt like there was so much more purpose um, in my life when I was doing those things. So I just started kind of investigating more opportunities in that realm. So uh, with his wheelchair uh, team, they were going over all over the state of Maryland or, or other places. Yeah, they go all over the place. Actually, they were just up in. They have tournaments, um, you know, in Vail, Colorado. They have tournaments wow. in California. They have tournaments in Texas. Um, I mean, they have one in Northside Park. Had Northside Park. Yes, yes. The most important one, which. You know, again, my dad was was very largely a part of, which is so cool. Um, I just that's something that, again, is so close, close knit to my family and, you know, gives us so much passion and purpose. It's something I see like a future probably in as well, um, if I can get back into it. Yes. So um, it looks like in 2019, you decided to move to Charlotte. Yes. Yep. And uh, what did you do while you were there? 
Um, so I moved down to Charlotte in, yeah, the, the very beginning of 2019. I was working as a like social media marketing coordinator for a bar down here. And I was, um, you know, really just like investigating ways to actually like get lacrosse um, more um, exposure, I guess, down here. Right. Um, there are a couple clubs, but it's not necessarily um, very big down in the South yet. So right. I was, I was starting to kind of look into clubs and things like that, that I could get involved with. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I met uh, the head coach at Gardner Webb university. I found out that they were hiring um, and kind of, it, it went from, from inquiry to, um, to interview to, to the offer, which it, it was a dream come true. Um, and, and just an opportunity I didn't even think was, was possible. So you went from high school um, and right into Division One uh, women's lacrosse. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, that's and that's. I mean, I wasn't expecting that. You know, I was looking at. I was also looking at a, an opening at um, at Davidson University, which is close by. Um, Queens University had uh, just hired someone as you know as soon as I was looking for positions. Um, so it was it was kind of just like you know throwing throwing stuff against the wall and seeing what was happening and I got I got really lucky I, I mean Gardner Webb and, and Jesse Agolia certainly took a a chance on me and I I'm very appreciative um well while you were there you started uh an MBA uh program yep I just started that actually okay good, <laughs> good. um how did the uh, coronavirus affect uh, Gardner Webb University's women's lacrosse te- season um, I mean, just as much as it's affected uh, so many other other um, programs, it's, I mean, we were halfway through our season. We had just met our um, best record from previous seasons in half of our season. Wow. So it was, you know, it was a come up year for us for sure. And it was a huge disappointment to lose, you know, the rest of our season. Um, we had not even gotten into our conference game. So it was just like, it was, it was, it was heartbreaking. Um, you know, we had just beat VCU for the first time in program history. Wow. Um, you know, really making huge strides for the program, which is only seven years old. Um, so it, it's just stuff that, um, you know, we had to, we had to swallow it and we had to be obviously there for our kids. Cause it's, you know, as hard as it is for us, it's 10,000 times harder for them um with losing a season and having to figure out what they're going to do for the next you know coming years um with you know red shirting and 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 obviously with covid right now kids are even considering not coming back to campus not necessarily you know our players but a lot of other kids so it's it's yeah. it's a weird time right now it is so very weird. um you know it's hard we're just trying to be there for them obviously and and do the right thing for for everyone with regards to their public you know their their safety and their health and um but also it you know at the same time we we want to play lacrosse <laughs> you know? well, of course we of want course. to get back on the field we want them to come you know to come back and and um you know to, to start competing so it's 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 a weird weird time uh leanne what would you tell a young kid about um uh, trying to achieve their goal well, I would say to really just continue to follow opportunities and follow your heart. Um, for me, I've had many different forks in the road, many different paths I could take. Um, and I think that you always have the what ifs 
you always have, you know, you know, what if this is this this is the right uh, the wrong move? What if this is, um, you know, not going to lead me to where I am trying to go? Um, right. I think sometimes you don't realize that it is leading you to the path that you're destined to be, um, you know, at. Um, I have, you know, I thought I was going to be graduating from Elizabethtown College in 2015, and I graduated from Salisbury, and I thought I was going to be playing lacrosse for four years, and instead I played for two, and I coached for two years, and and all those things, though, have, like, brought me to where I am now, and if I wasn't able to play lacrosse, or if I, if I wasn't not able to play lacrosse, and I couldn't, and I didn't coach at Worcester, I probably wouldn't be coaching at Gardner-Webb right now, and I, this is, you know, again, something that was one of my dreams. <laughs> so to, to realize that this this is something that happened without me even realizing that I was going going to that point. Um, you know, I just say follow follow the opportunity, follow. Just be excited about everything. Don't worry about failure. Be excited about failure. Um, you know, just just go for your dreams. Don't nothing's uh nothing's too too hard. Nothing's too far out of reach. Well, congratulations, Leanne. Um, I want to wish you the best of luck next season. And, um, uh, Leon, is there anything else you would like to add? Um, I mean, I just want to add to, uh, to this that, you know, I appreciate so much that you even invited me on here. Um, I think that, um, you in particular have gotten a lot of, um, athletes from the Eastern shore, um, to where they are today, including myself. Well, thank and, you. And I wouldn't, again, wouldn't have been, it wouldn't be where I am without Northside Park, wouldn't be where I am without, you know, seeing you walking down the halls, um, you know, congratulating people on, you know, anything that, that would have been positive from that day, whether or not they won or lose or lost, um, you know, you always had something positive to say. And, um, and, you know, I'm just grateful for that. I think that local um, recreational departments are, are incredible and just like very, um, very happy for, for the future of, of everything that's going on there. Hey, Leon, thank you for those kind words. I really appreciate it. Awesome. Um, on that note, uh, I guess I bring our interview to a close. Um, the Hondo Handy podcast has been brought to you by Atlantic Physical Therapy. They help you uh, with your recovery while providing a safe environment. They keep the care in healthcare. Again, located in Maryland, Ocean Pines, West Ocean City, Berlin, Salisbury, and in Delaware, Salvador, Ocean View, Millsbury, and Lyle. Call 410-208-3630. Find them on the web at AtlanticPTRehab.com. My guest today has been Leon (laughs) Assistant Women's women's Lacrosse Coach at Gardner-Webb University in North Carolina, an All-American by playing lacrosse for Elizabethtown College. She led all Division Three in points scored in 2013, set a new program record of 117 points, 73 goals again, and 44 assists in just two seasons, uh, and, and has set several uh, records at the school and is in the top 10 list on several categories. Leanne, thank you. Uh, I wish you the best of luck in the coaching professor, profession. Stay safe and keep smiling. Thank you so much. (laughs) Thank you. Have a good day. You too. Bye-bye.